Let's go to Kirikiriroa for the rural news with Susan Murray. Kia ora, Susan. There's a good incentive for rural GPs to come to Aotearoa. Good afternoon, Charlotte. The recruiting of rural general practice doctors from overseas has just received a financial boost. Doctors applying to work in rural primary care practices can now access a relocation allowance. Rural Health Network Ho'ora Taifenua spokesperson Grant Davidson says it has always been a challenge attracting GPs from abroad and the extra money should make New Zealand more competitive in the global labour market. The Money is now available as of 1st of September and currently it runs through until June next year. The general practice who is bringing the doctor in will need to make application for the money for the relocation costs to Te Whata'ora and the uh, doctor coming in needs to be coming to New Zealand for a minimum of two years. So a permanent position and they'll be bonded for that period. Will this make us a bit more competitive with the likes of Australia? Uh, yes, it will. So Australia, Australian health system is also offering incentives. So this is a, a really good step in that direction to put us on more of an even keel. We really hope that this will be another um, incentive to bring for doctors to come to New Zealand to bring their families with them. And Davidson says increasing the number of offshore rural GPs will help the sector while more workers take up training here. A kiwifruit post-harvest company says installing new state-of-the-art robotic packing equipment will save the green kiwifruit sector from extinction. Mount Pack and Cool has spent five years investing in automation at its Tauriko Packhouse and has just completed the final stage of the project. Managing Director Brendan Lee says from next year it means they can slash green packaging costs by 20%. He says all post-harvest operators need to look at automation in order to support green growers to stay in business. He says it helps them stay fully staffed and removes workers from the repetitive roles. It also means that we've been able to consistently operate. We haven't had to have picks or troughs because of shortage of staff. That improves productivity improves efficiencies and the other side of that is that the green growers have been doing it pretty tough the last couple of years there's not a lot of margin in it for green growers so we run the risk of of green coming extinct if we don't all do our bit to you know help it out make it financially viable and and keep it as part of the care portfolio the new cheap packing rate for the green growers will come in next harvest season march 2024 A few weeks of finer weather after relentless rain in many North Island regions is putting some bounce in the growth rates of lambs just before they head to the meatworks. Lambs from last season need to be processed before next month when they will be too old to be called lamb. Senior AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowd says as a result the works are getting a little busier at the moment. Growth rates definitely aren't the same as last year but they are much better than what we've seen in recent months. Uh, some meat companies or most meat companies will start checking teeth in lambs from the start of October so that's likely to encourage a few more bookings over the coming weeks. In the South Island um, with the merino shear getting underway it does mean that a few more fine wool lambs will be coming onto the market and that's just going to provide a bit of momentum um, as we head into that trading lull between the two seasons. And sticking briefly with the weather, it's nice to be able to say that the South Island's west coast has also been dry for the past couple of weeks. Normally at this time of the year, farmers are coping with mud. Federated Farmers head there, Bede O'Connor, says farmers are smiling. He says grass growth is a bit slow after the cold, but there's nothing to complain about.
A Gisborne wine exporter says the war in Ukraine and tight economic conditions are, making, are going to make wine sales in Europe and the UK tough for a while longer. Mark Thompson from Groco, a regional wine exporter, is just back from a trip there, the first since COVID restrictions were lifted. He says in the short term at least, exports will continue to be hard going. And that's despite New Zealand's wine portfolio, especially for Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, being better quality and price than many competitors' offerings. Definitely a slowing economy over there as well, which isn't helping. Uh, Just as an example, energy costs, so heating bills um, have gone up 400% in the last year. Uh, So, you know, those sort of things are certainly impacting people paying bills rather than spending money on, you know, going out and eating and drinking to a certain extent. Um, But how long that's going to affect us, we don't know. It looks like it could be quite a short blip on the horizon and um, things come back to normal pretty quickly. Growcorp exports to Australia, the US, UK and Europe. Indications are that the drastic global dairy auction price drop of a fortnight ago won't be repeated again tonight. The average price fell 7.4%, resulting in Fonterra revising its milk price down. ANZ dairy analyst Susan Kilsby says tonight's auction shouldn't be as drastic. It does feel like there's a little bit of stability in the market. Um, we did see the GDT pulse, um, which they trade a very small volume of whole milk powder on. Um, that stabilised in, in, in the last um, last week. We have seen a little bit of an uptick in some of the futures prices. So it feels um, that um, we shouldn't get the big falls that we've had previously, but it's sort of anyone's game. Um, the, the GDT doesn't always follow... Um, market expectations, um, and it certainly is the big test of, um, of you know, buyers in the physical market. Susan Kilsby says if prices do soften further overnight, she doesn't think Fonterra would revise its forecast down. And that's the rural news for today. Thank you very much.